Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Hi, my name is Alec Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a match marketer, my dad is the best. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be here with Richard Jacobs. Richard Jacobs is the founder of Speakeasy Marketing, Inc., com and conciergehealthcare.marketing. Richard, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, you're welcome, Seth. I'm glad to be here. We are glad to have you. Let's go back in time a little bit. I know you weren't always a professional practice marketing guru. How did you get started? Actually, I used to be an engineer. I worked at Motorola and Intel, and um, right about 2001, I was laid off because the industry took a downturn, and I you know, did, did in various ventures over time. I've always been entrepreneurial. And in 2009, I was looking into getting into online marketing and I looked at uh, Google pay-per-click or Google AdWords. And I saw that um, you know attorneys were paying quite a bit for advertising. So I thought, hmm, you know, attorneys may be scary to work with, but it looks like uh, they need the help and there's money in that market. So that's how I first started in uh, uh, attorney marketing and online marketing. My first um, foray was to create a website that provided leads for DUI, you know, drunk driving attorneys nationwide. So I did that for about three years and then transitioned into a full done-for-you service for attorneys, um, you know, called Speakeasy Marketing. And then more recently, uh, now we're expanding into the healthcare market. So uh, doctors, dentists, chiropractors, uh, healthcare professionals, that's the latest um, facet of what we're, we're going into now. That is absolutely incredible. What are you finding are some of the most common mistakes that uh, attorneys and healthcare practices are making when it comes to their marketing? Well, they've spent a lot of time getting their degrees and they are you know, high-end professionals. They've got a lot of knowledge. The problem is they have to spend some time marketing to get clients. Um, gone are the days where just because you're a lawyer or just because you're a doctor, You'll get patients, you'll get clients, and you'll make a lot of money. You have to market yourself, and marketing has gone increasingly online. It's become very confusing and difficult. So as a, a professional, you don't want to do marketing. You'd rather do your craft because you spend so much time doing it. You'd rather be a lawyer. You'd rather be a doctor. But you have to do this ugly, unnecessary thing called marketing, and it's confusing. 
there's many channels in which you could market yourself. You could do Facebook or YouTube or websites or, you know, on, on, on. So these professionals are confused. They're busy. Everyone sees them as an easy mark because they think they make a lot of money. Um, so this is the environment they play in and it makes it very difficult. You know, you, again, you want to just do your profession and now you have to do marketing and you're like, ugh, you know, I don't want to do this. And, um, so that, that's, that's where these guys find themselves. These guys and girls. Awesome. And how are you helping them with that? Well, again, because of time constraints and knowledge constraints, our service is done for you. So we'll do the marketing for lawyers and for doctors. And I found that no one kind of marketing works. So social media alone isn't enough. Um, SEO and website development is not enough. YouTube is not enough. So we have a diversified approach because I don't know what's going to be the big thing that works, but I do know if you diversify and you do eight or 10 different things, then you have a robust marketing effort and you're much more likely to get more clients and patients and, and grow your practice. So that's how we do it. And our service is about 95% done for you because the professional is busy. They don't have time to do it. They don't have the expertise. We ask for a little bit of help. That's when it works the best. Um, but it's really limited, I would say, to about one hour a month on the professional side that they need to interact with us, and then we can do the rest. That is, wow, I mean, an hour a month, I'm sure any busy professional can spare an hour a month. What, I know you've gotten great results for a large number of folks. Can you give us an example of a recent case study or two? Yeah, we have um, some attorneys that went from a call, one call a week from their website to two to three calls a day. Now this does take time. It takes really about a year of work. It really does. Um, the difficult thing about what we do is it's not an overnight thing and I haven't yet found a vendor that can deliver overnight results. It really does take six to 12 months to really get anywhere. And that's for, so it's a big frustration because some people are impatient. Some don't have the budget. Um, you know, as you go along the process, you think, is it working? Is it not? Um, you know, there's, there's always ups and downs, but it takes, again, about a year. But we can really, um, we've been able to 2 and 3x um, some attorney's practices uh, because of the marketing. So that's what it's possible. Uh, again, results vary, of course. But um, if you're committed to the marketing and you work with us a bit, you know, that one hour a month, and you uh, give it a shot, uh, it definitely works in many, many cases. That is absolutely incredible. Well, without giving away your secret sauce, what are one or two things that are having a huge impact on, on, on marketing, on professional practices that you're seeing that are working really well? I'll tell you one big thing is um, people think that, you know, if they need a lawyer, for instance, they'll go to Google and they'll type in um, Los Angeles divorce lawyer, okay? Or if they need a doctor, they'll just say, you know, doctors in Dallas, what I'm finding is people want to research first. They have questions about whatever's going on with them. If they're facing divorce or if they have a lump on their neck, you know, whatever's going on, they have questions. Um, everyone I'm sure listening has had situations where, you know, unfortunately something's going on that's confusing or scaring them. So the way people search is they'll search on questions first. I'll call them question keywords. Okay. Um, you know, got arrested in Pasadena blew a 0.12 while I go to jail or, you know, I have a tingling in my throat every time I eat uh, pineapple is it an allergy, those kind of things. Once they get through those questions, um, as they, 
sorry, as they research those questions, Google will show them websites and they'll go to different providers' websites. So if you want to be in on the game early and you want to start getting the attention of clients early, you should have a lot of content on your website that answers questions people will have commonly. It doesn't matter what you do, whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, what kind of lawyer, et cetera. If you had that, you're going to start getting people coming to your site early in the process. And if you're answering their questions and you're helping them there, then they'll never even get to the point where they put in, you know, Los Angeles divorce lawyer or, you know, um, Dallas uh, endocrinologist or something. They'll call you because you've answered their questions early on. So you now can play and market in a space that's not as competitive as everyone else is in. Everyone thinks, okay, just these final commercial keywords that I mentioned is where you got to be. But I'm finding um, the best business has gotten earlier than that. So that's one um, big secret I would say, and I'm, I'm fine in disclosing it, that would help any professional that's marketing. Look for the question, find the question that they're searching on as opposed to and preempt the search of them getting to anyone else when they finally type in the DUI attorney keyword. Yeah, and you know what the questions are. I mean, you get, you know, you, I'm speaking to you, the professional. If you're a lawyer, you know, if I asked you, what do you get asked all the time when people call you? Well, guess what? The same thing they're asking you 10 times a week, 100 people are searching on that a week. They just haven't found you. So those most common questions, at least answer those on the website. And, you know, don't just tell people, oh, well, every case is different. You just got to come in. Oh, well, I can't evaluate anything medically unless you come in. I'm not saying practice law or practice medicine on the web, but you can certainly inform people. And I know that lawyers don't like the services that do that because they think they're stealing their clients. And doctors don't like WebMD and places that do that because they think they're stealing their clients. But instead of being pissed at them, learn from them and do the same thing. Put that info on your website and then people will find you. Google will have a reason to show your website for more searches. People will come to you earlier on and you will win more patients and clients. You will. That makes a lot of sense. I know that you are a voracious learner. What are three of the best books you've ever read that have had the biggest impact on your career? Uh, one, it sounds boring, but it's uh, The Checklist Manifesto by Atul Gawande. So this guy's a doctor, and um, he studied all kinds of industries, construction, um, you know, healthcare, obviously. So I'll give you a for instance. So if someone's coming into an emergency room and they think they're, gonna ha they're having a heart attack, He's helped emergency rooms develop a five-question checklist. And depending on the answers the person has or the observations you make of them, you can triage them. Yes, it looks like they're going to have a heart attack, or no, it looks like they're okay. They're having some other kind of problem. And doctors fought him on this big time. And a lot of people think, I don't want to do checklists. I mean, that's, that's reducing me to like a clerk. But actually, checklists help tremendously. And he goes through all these examples in the book on how checklists are vital. They're vital to people flying an airplane. They're vital to, again, doctors diagnosing people. And they help free you up mentally to really figure out a situation because you know the base part, the root part, the, the quote-unquote boring part, mundane part is taken care of by that checklist. So if you bring these checklists into your business, you know, again, whether you're an attorney, attorney doctor, and in my business too, it helps you systematize a lot. It takes a lot of the burden off you 
you're not a chicken without a head putting out fires all day long and you can relax and focus on your business and grow it. So that's usually an impactful book. Um, second one is the 80-20 principle by Richard Koch, K-O-C-H. So there's a phenomena that's present everywhere. And the phenomena is that 80% of the results you're going to get from something come from very few of the inputs. So I'll give you an example. Um, income in the United States. There's like the 1% that everyone talks about that holds a vast majority of the wealth. Well, that's actually a natural phenomena of this 80-20, this skew that happens. Um, of the restaurants you go to, there's a few that you go to most of the time, and then the rest of them out there you never go to. There's an 80-20. Of the rooms in your house, you tend to spend most time in a couple of them, the other rooms you never go into. So this phenomenon happens everywhere. It happens in business. 80% of your clients bring in a vast majority of your revenue. And one quick caveat, it's not always 80-20. It could be 70-36. It could be 65-5. I call it the skew. So there's always a big skew in everything you do. And you'll find a small percentage of your patients or clients are the biggest pains in your ass. I would recommend getting rid of them. Uh, you'll have a much better time. But there'll be a small part of your clients or patients that bring you the most money. Or let's say of the medicine you do, is a certain kind of medicine that brings you in the most money or it's the, the cases that you most enjoy. Focus on those. Anyway, before I go on too far, um, 80-20 book is fantastic. It's taught me to look for that skew. And if you do that, you'll get much, much better results with a lot less effort. Great recommendations. I've got one of those. I've got the 80-20 book on my shelf and Richard Koch's second book, The Star Principle, which I also love. And if you haven't, I, I would suggest you grab a copy of it. You'll love it. Um, with all that's constantly changing in the world of marketing, how do you stay on top of it all? It's hard. It's very hard. Um, like everybody else, I'm overwhelmed. Believe me. I'll, I'll give you a funny example. So I have a few people that I follow and learn from. And I've, I've unsubscribed to most of them. And I still can't process everything that comes in. So I made a, um, a shit-to-read folder on my uh, email. That got filled up with thousands of emails. Then I made a shit-to-read-right-now folder. That got filled up. And it's – so I understand the overwhelm. There's books to read. There's audios to listen to. There's – I mean, it's crazy. What I would do is listen to a few different people that you think are good and have good information and focus on them and really try to implement at least a little bit of what you're learning piece by piece with them. And that'll help you overcome overwhelm. Uh, that's one strategy. Another thing too is again, realize everyone's overwhelmed and there's too many things to do. It's impossible. So if you have a process or a project or something that you're just freaking out about, you can't, you know, you know, cause it's too much. All you can do is take it piece by piece. So take the first step of the process and just work on that. And then when you get that done, then you can move on to the second and the third and the fourth. Again, it sounds elementary and obvious, but it'll help you tackle gigantic, you know, Herculean things that seem daunting. I'll give you an example. So with my marketing, um, several years ago, I decided once a week on a Friday, I'm going to write an informational email to my list. And I'm going to send it out. I'm going to spend 15 minutes. I set a timer and I did it. Over a year's time, I had you know, about 50 different emails that I had written that went out to my list. So the next year comes around, I could reuse some of those emails because they had great concepts in them. 
Now I didn't have to write emails every day. So fast forward a couple of years, I have hundreds and hundreds of emails with great info. You know, I have books, I have all this stuff. If you look at it now, you think, how am I going to do that? That's crazy. I did it just one at a time. That's the only way you can do it. That's how you eat an elephant. That's how you, you know, it's, it's old advice, but it really, really helps, especially in today's world because everyone, you know, is just going nuts. Absolutely. I think that is great advice. I'm going to ask you for one more piece of advice. You are so productive. What are some of your secrets? How do you get so much done in a day? You have to block time for things. Um, again, I'll give you another example. So uh, about three years ago, I wasn't working out for, you know, a bunch of years, starting to really not feel good. And I said, I got to work out. got to do it. I got a personal trainer. And people told me, oh, why'd you do that? It's a waste of money. Just go to the gym, you know. Well, you know what the best workout is? The one you'll actually do. So the personal trainer helped me to do that. And here's what I did with the time blocking. So at first I had my sessions and sometimes I'd get a phone call and I'd show up late or, you know, some big thing was coming up and I'd miss. And I decided, you know what, I'm putting this first. So I blocked out my calendar with my personal training session, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at five, for instance. And that was in my schedule first. Everything else was scheduled around that. And when I did it, I was still okay. My business didn't blow up and I made it to my session every single time because nothing was allowed to interfere in that time. And it worked great. So I would recommend time blocking, pick your most important stuff and it's set in stone and everything else has to come around that. And important for you obviously is it depends. It could be health. Hopefully it could be business. It could be family time, whatever it is, but that's what I would do. And that'll help you tremendously. And in anything you do, set a start and a stop time. Don't just say, I'm going to work on this because that'll make you feel like, ugh, you know, I don't want to spend hours on this. Spend a half hour on it. Set a timer. And when you're done, you're done. At least you've gotten things done. So those are, that's my advice in that arena. That is great advice. Fascinating story. Awesome interview. Seth Green here with Richard Jacobs of SpeakeasyMarketingInc.com and ConcierteHealthcare.Marketing. Um, any last words of wisdom you want to share or anything you can, uh, you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? No, I think that's it. I, I guess I'd summarize, summarize it as this. Um, the best advice I've gotten over the past five years is obvious. Someone could say, oh, yeah, well, it's common sense. It's obvious. Well, yeah? Well, when the obvious happens to you and that old aphorism like early to rise or things like that or, you know, uh, when it actually happens to you and you experience it, then it's a completely different perspective. So I encourage you, embrace the obvious and learn these old adages and aphorisms. And the basics really will take you very, very far. You don't need fancy craziness to, to succeed. The basics are the basics and you can't beat them. All right. Thank you so much. Absolutely. We, we know how busy you are. We greatly appreciate your time. Seth Green with Richard Jacobs. Richard, thank you again for joining us. No problem, Seth. Thanks so much for listening to this special productivity series of the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. I've interviewed hundreds of the most successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and CEOs all over the world, and I want to share with you one of the biggest ways I've discovered to triple your productivity that I've learned from these amazing people. Even better, I'll pay you $500 to test drive it. Just go to take the500challenge.com. That's www.takethe500challenge.com to learn more. Thanks so much for listening.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.